Good afternoon. This is Rich Nash, Executive Vice President with Open Systems Media and leader of the Embedded Computing Design franchise, here for this week's Five Minutes with Discussion. This week, my guest is Ricardo Margallo, who is the, count, is the co-founder and CEO of Stradio Automotive. Good morning, Ricardo. How are you? Hello, Rich. Thank you for having me. Oh, my pleasure. So you guys do something pretty unique, which is really why I wanted you as a guest this week. You do uh, machine learning uh, for preventative maintenance for automotive, and that's something that I'm really not that familiar with. I've, I've certainly seen it in the, in the industrial space, but in automotive, it has to be quite different. Can you explain to me how that works? Sure, sure, of course. So there are different ways to maintain a vehicle. So you can have reactive maintenance where something breaks and you fix it. You can have the preventative maintenance that you mentioned where you follow statistical approach to finding uh, issues in vehicles. So you look, uh, you look to the, the data from, from the previous faults that you found on, on a fleet of vehicles and, uh, and you assess in average how long a component can last or how long a system is supposed to last and you, you, and you maintain the vehicles preventively uh, based on that. But actually, you can go a step further, which is what, what we're trying to do and where we're pushing the industry forward, which is towards the predictive analysis of the um, remaining useful life of these components. And for that, you use real data and you apply machine learning to that real data in order to assess the condition of the vehicles based on the factual data. So what components are you actually looking at? I mean, you know, there's, in, a, in a car, there's thousands and thousands of components. You can't be looking at everything. So what what are you concentrating on? Yeah, you're right. So the, it's, a vehicle is very complex. So we're, we're tending to we're trying to focus on the components that are the most important for for uh, every type of vehicle. So if we're talking, let's say, about the electric vehicle, uh, we're looking for the traction battery pack. We're looking for the electric motor, the battery charger, the motor controller. So the main components, the key components, that are really important for uh, either a man, uh, an automotive manufacturer or a fleet operator to understand what's its condition. Okay, and how do you actually track them? Okay, let's pick the motor because that's a pretty key component. Um, what do you do? So, as, as any machine learning uh, system, uh, the quality of the output always depends on the quality of the inputs. So, uh, it all starts with collecting the, uh, what we call high-density, high-quality data from, from, from the vehicle. So we're collecting from the, from the motor uh, the sensor level information in real time with as much density as we, as we can. And then based on that information that serves as an input to the system, uh, we model, uh, we, 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 have, we design models to process that data and produce the outputs that usually are uh, one of three. So either an, an anomaly, uh, a fault mode that is detected on that component, uh, a state of life where we're saying that if the component is in, is in good shape or if it should be replaced, and a prediction of its remaining useful life. Um, so, of course, the, given, the, 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 given the existence of the inputs, the outputs may change. So, uh, if a vehicle has more sensors, you, you are actually able to produce more outputs, of course, than, than if the vehicle has less available inputs. So, is this initial check done at the factory or after the... Uh owner receives the car? So our company, we work uh, with, uh, as, I, as I mentioned, we work with automotive manufacturers and fleet operators. And we actually cover not only the after-sales parts of the life cycle of the vehicle, but also the pre-production as well. And um, it happens that the automotive manufacturers do collect 
all the data from from the vehicles, and they have data loggers collecting the uh, the, the the can data from from the vehicle during the pre-production and uh, during, of course, the fuel test before the vehicle go into mass production. And but most of that data that is collected is just sits there. It's not processed. It's not analyzed because it's massive, and uh, so engineers tend to only look to it once they have uh, once they have feedback from the field. Um, that, some, that there's an anomaly and, and uh, something should be looked at. So most of the data is actually not analyzed, and what we're doing is automating that analysis, so enabling the, the automotive manufacturers to make use of all the data that they are collecting and uh, analyze 100% of it instead of just small percentage of it every time someone actually notices a problem. And the goal with this is, of course, uh, preventing some of the, some of the anomalies that, are, that can be detected uh, during pre-production, uh, prevent them from getting to, to post-production where they, they, they eat users like you and me. Oh, okay, that makes more sense. Now I understand. So, okay, so you're working with the manufacturers at that earlier stage. So actually, it, it is not that much different from an industrial setting. Uh, it's, it's just where these components are ending up. Yep, correct. Uh, I mean, the, um, the automotive, uh, there's, there's obviously, obviously a challenge for um, automotive manufacturers and hence for fleet operators uh, to, to do this sort of analysis because they require, um, they require what we call high-density, high-quality data. So you need to collect data with, uh, with a high frequency. And, um, and so the amount of data that is streamed, and this is usually done using, uh, using the mobile broadband, uh, it's, uh, it, it can be very large, so it can be on the on the uh, on the terabytes of information. So you need to find ways uh, to process and to analyze part of the data locally uh, using edge computing and 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 uh, stream only part of that data. Which for our case, it's still uh, it's still on the gigabyte figure, figures, which is uh, much larger than than you would find on let's say. Uh, uh, a, a telematics device, so you need more density and you need more granularity on the data. But um, and and that's that's why uh, that's that's actually why um, the, the the evolution on the um, on the field has been so slow in compare in comparison to the industrial setting because the costs for streaming the data can be can be huge. So this was this was one of the first uh, challenges that we had to overcome to really enable the system, make it economically feasible. And you, are, are you only working with electric vehicles? No, no, we also use working with the, the traditional internal combustion engine uh, vehicles. So we, those are the, the, the two main type of vehicles we work with, although we also have customers producing uh, hybrid vehicles and operating hybrid vehicles and fuel cell. So we work a little bit with everything. Very interesting. So where would somebody go to get more information about what you guys are up to? So uh, our website, strategyautomotive.com. Um, we're happy to, to uh, engage and, uh, and uh, talk about, uh, about this issue that we're passionate about. Awesome. Well, thank you very much, Ricardo. That was Ricardo Margallo. He is the co-founder and CEO at Stratia Automotive. I am Rich Nass with Open Systems Media. Have a great day, Ricardo. Thank you, Rich.